0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all
1: Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show.
0: Hello, we are Babes On Broad. Back to you for episode number 10. It's going fast. I am Sam Wilson, and I am with my co-host, Jesse Town. We are brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. On Twitter, you can find... I'm blanked. <laughs> all right. We have a lot of things to think about and talk about yeah. today. Our Twitter handle is not one of them. Not but if you do want to follow us, it's at that babes on broad on Twitter and Insta. And then my personal is at SamWills18 on both of them. And Jess is at town 13 with an E, town with an E on Twitter and at Jessica underscore town with an E on Instagram. And then you can also rep us if you didn't see Jess's post about her Sixers Thing. My lucky sixer shirt that I'm gonna yeah, wear for all 82 forever. games. You can buy one <laughs> yourself on designtree.com slash babes on broad, and that's design without any vowels in it. So D-S-G-N. Let's go right into it. We have so much to talk about today. We We're do. gonna start We gotta do rapid fire time I feel like this, and then you guys gotta keep up in
1: slow-mo. No, I'm kidding. What just Sam needs the weekend. Sam needs the weekend. Goodness gracious. Is that because you didn't get your full nap today?
0: Yeah, Dion. Dion's in trouble. He's got the Arthur fist.
1: Oh, Dion's in trouble. I feel the same way about, like, if Joe's ever, he, he's like, goes and hangs out with his friends on Friday nights, and mm-hmm. I just kind of hang out here, have a nice glass of wine by myself, watch <laughs> Netflix. It's lovely. A little bit of me time. But I teach on Saturday mornings in Delaware, so I like to get a good night's sleep before I deal with three-year-olds. So I go to bed, and I'm always like, I swear to God, if you come in here and wake <laughs> me up, I will end your life. I'll be yeah. so mad. And yeah. So he knows not to disturb my sleep.
0: Clearly Dion has not gotten the same message yet. Yeah, and it's annoying because he just he knows I was pissed and he didn't even care about it because he just plays video games. But anyways, rude. rude. But either way, know what else is rude. What? The Eagles. The Eagles are rude, and I'm. Yeah.
1: Little, but you know what? There are other things that pulled us out of our misery, and yes, we'll talk right. about those later. But we're going to we close the door. Yes, Let's they Bow have, on
0: Dallas. They have a chance to redeem themselves this week against the Bills.
1: So we're going to focus on the Bills. We're going to talk a little bit about that, and then we'll go forward with some Sixers talk as well as some Phillies talk because there's some good news for both of those teams since we've talked to you last. So the first thing that we're going to touch on, obviously, is the Eagles versus Bills game. Mm -hmm. Third game on a long three-game road trip. We, you, me, every other person who talks about the Eagles for a living or doesn't basically was under the same kind of note that – They had to go at
0: worst two and one in this road trip. That did not happen. Yeah. I mean, technically, if you're saying had to go, they could have went one and two, so they could still get it. I mean, I hope so, but like best case scenario. But actually, wait, no, you're right because at that moment it was a had to because the Cowboys didn't tank those games yet. So at that moment it was a had to go two. two. Yeah. They 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 can't get one and still hold on it's not like they're out of it
1: yeah and and you know something that i said a few different times before they left on this road trip was you know now is their time that they need to really establish themselves as a dominant team if that's actually what they are they need to get these tough wins under the belt because you know a lot of people pick them to be a Super Bowl team, but also pick them to be like 10 and 6 or 11 and Mm -hmm. 5. And in my head, personally, I had them going 13 and 3, which is obviously wrong. But in my head, if you're going to pick them as your Super Bowl team, they can't lose all of the difficult matchups. So they couldn't lose to the Packers, the Vikings, Dallas, the Patriots, the Seahawks. Like they can't lose to all those teams and still be your pick for a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like
0: that doesn't make sense. But the only – I'm superstitious – Okay. I don't know if this actually falls under superstition, but it is just looking at the stats. So not really superstition. Erase that part. <laughs> but if you look at, like, history, you know how hard it is to beat a good team? So, like, we don't really know if the Eagles are legit yet. Right. But you know how hard it is to beat a good team twice? So, like, normally when you get beat up, like, if it's two good teams playing in the regular season, whatever one wins, it's very hard for them to do it again in a postseason. Like, post. Sure, sure. My thought process was they needed to get these wins under their
1: belt now because the last six games of the season, you have a very good chance to win at least five of those last six. Mm -hmm. We talked about it. Miami, you get to play the Giants twice in December. You play the Redskins again, play Dallas. Obviously, the Bears suck, so you have to beat the Bears. So it's things like that where it's like the hardest part is now so you can coast towards the end and not really worry about it being – You know, the the Redskins and the Giants out there playing for their pride, and you have to physically put forth all of the effort in the world because you need those games. Like, you didn't want to have to need all of those those games. games You want to rest your guys before going in postseason. Right. You don't want to, you know, you want to be able to pull Carson Wentz in the fourth, Mm -hmm. but like, you want to be able to do that stuff. Because for Dallas, they're the opposite. Their easy part is now, and theirs gets more difficult. So you wanted to, and, and because of that, This game against Dallas in December, when they play on December 22nd here, could end up being for the division. But the NFC is so good and have so many teams that are good that you can't rely on a wild card. No. You have to win the division. Yeah. And to be able to win the division, you have to start winning games again, which is going to start with the freaking Buffalo Bills, who are five and one. This is like the third time
0: we've (laughs) brought up. We've gone into the Bills that go on something. So we're going to talk about it. We promise right now. Okay, the Bills, their offense is 22nd in the league overall. And then their passing offense is 21st. Their rushing offense is 7th, which is kind of matches up with ours a little bit, you know, because yeah. our rushing defense, I said theirs was the 7th, their offense. Ours is 6th, so we might have them on that. And then their passing offense is 21st. Ours is a little bit worse. Our passing defense is 27th. A little bit a little bit. <laughs> they mean, climbed. They both climbed since they were 32nd in the league. They've climbed. They're both under 500. That's what I say. You know, we don't go all the way down to they're at zero. Okay, <laughs> they're just under 500 in my book. That's <laughs> fair.
1: Um. So yeah, it'll be really interesting. Now, the the teams that I mean, the Bills have played. They've played the Dolphins. They've played the Redskins. They've played the Giants. They've played very
0: very bad. They played the Jets. They played very, very yeah. bad offensive teams. The team that scored the most against them, though, was Miami. Isn't that weird? That is weird. That's they probably weird. just played down. I didn't watch the game because who watches Bills Miami? Yeah, and... no, I see whatever's on Red Zone and not much <laughs> is there.
1: Um, so they're not letting up very many points, right? No. They're not. They're averaging letting up 15.2 points a game, which is obviously really good considering they played the Patriots in there as well. I mean, that's their one loss. It was a close game and it came down mm-hmm. to the end. And I still firmly believe that if Josh Allen did not get knocked out on that dirty hit, they could have won that game. You know, our saving grace hopefully is going to be the fact that the Buffalo Bills offense turns the ball over a lot and they really, really struggle to put up. points. Yeah. Now, not many teams have struggled to put up points against the Philadelphia Eagles defense because they are terrible. We also will have a rotation of Fletcher Cox and two rookies Mm -hmm. uh, on the interior of that defensive line, which is not ideal.
0: We will Um, come back to that in a little bit. Oh, we We have a theory about about that. that. We have a theory. We
1: do. We'll talk about that. It's absolutely a game that the Eagles can win. I don't see it as that trap game anymore that a lot of people did because people were thinking— We thought it was opposite. Right. They're thinking, oh, they'll go to Minnesota. Kurt sucks. Yes, I'm going to still call him Kurt. And yes, Mm -hmm. he does suck. Kurt sucks, then they're going to go down to Dallas, they suck, Dak sucks, and they're going to win those two games on the road, and then Buffalo's going to be a trap game. Well, Buffalo is now a must-win, you haven't won in two weeks, you need to win this game. Yeah, for sure. So, it's a very winnable game for the Eagles. Obviously, there are a lot of players that are looking to bounce back. This team is... We talked about it earlier in the week, and you guys have talked about on the Fanatic and the morning. It's it's on the verge of dumpster fire. They're not quite yeah. there yet, but there's a few things that are flirting with disaster based on the different reports that have come out, the different things that people have said, Lane Johnson yeah. saying some things. Drama, and now, injuries. Ja- yeah, yeah, injuries. And listen, winning cures all. True that. Let's hope they get back to that because it's a very winnable game for them. Mm-hmm. And players that have to step up, I mean, it's everybody. Mm-hmm. It's the whole team. At Jason Kelsey. But it is. It's seriously the entire team that has to step up. The offensive line is under grossly underperforming. Yeah. Carson Wentz grossly underperformed last week. All of the receivers are consistently grossly underperforming. They're getting behind really early, so they have to abandon the run game. They don't have time for good methodical drives all the yeah. way through. And we all are completely aware that the defense is
0: abysmal. Ew. You that's you like the sound
1: effect? I do, because that is completely accurate of yeah. what this defense <laughs> looked like on paper and where they are <laughs> now. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Not good. One of the things that's been talked about the most this week is obviously the fact that the trade deadline is Thursday? No, wait, no, Tuesday. 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 The trade deadline yeah. is Tuesday. Okay, so, so we are less than a week away from the trade deadline. Um, obviously, last week the big moves were – Jalen Ramsey and Marcus Peters were both moved, and they both performed very, very well for their new teams. Then we – What about Mohamed Sanu? We talked about That ended Muhammad up being Sanu. a good trade. Yep. A oh, lot that. more than people thought. That's a great trade for the Patriots. It really screwed the market. But then, literally, we were talking about the potential of trading for Emmanuel Sanders and what that might Yeah. Take. And, then- and not an hour after we finished recording did Emmanuel Sanders get traded for – too much, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for a 32-year-old receiver. So, like I said, I don't, I'm not concerned about the offense. I'm frustrated with how
0: terrible they've been. I am concerned about the defense. This week is no different than I feel like all the other weeks we've talked about. The offense, they have the talent. It's eventually gonna snap in. The defense, we don't know anymore if they have that talent and it's looking like they don't. They're Me. so bad. They don't have it. No, they don't. Jalen Mills does. Yeah,
1: he's my favorite.
0: He should be everybody's favorite. But that's the thing: is Jalen Mills on a good team should just be like, ah, eh, it's Jalen Mills. Yeah. You know, Jay, There's no reason that Jalen
1: Mills should be your best corner. Yeah. Like, I
0: love Jalen Mills, yeah, and yeah. I good dude. We appreciate you here in Philly, but any other team, they'd be like, oh. I love Jaylen what Will. he brings. I yeah. love the
1: the the swagger he brings to the field, but you know, there's there's no reason that. He should He should not be a let's look to Jalen Mills to save the secondary. Exactly. Yikes. But if they were to straight up do Vitae for Leonard
0: Williams, done. Yeah. Bye. Are the Jets looking for Lyman? They should because they're looking terrible. Have you terrible, seen them but I almost haven't, get Sam Darnold killed? I mean, yeah, they terrible. Did you terrible. see them I, almost get Luke Falk killed? It makes sense, but I haven't heard anything about it, so that's what I'm just saying. I've I'm heard, not sure if they're interested.
1: I've heard his name tossed out. The more interesting trade partner was the one that we talked about earlier in the Browns. And I think that could be interesting because they have made calls about Vi Tai. They want
0: Vi Tai. So get something for him. But that was my thing. I if Dillard, you have confidence in him, you could get rid of Vi still to the Browns who are supposedly a high inquiring, like high list of inquiring. How do I phrase that? No, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So like they're very interested in Vi Tai. So if we could Trade package. We looked up the trades. Or I mean, the draft picks that we have this year. Yeah. We have a first round, second round, two third rounds, two fourth rounds, three fifth rounds, and a sixth round. Some That's of, those, a lot of Yeah.
1: Some of those are definitely are still projected based on comp picks, but yeah. they're they're pretty, pretty. I think most of them are pretty much. Yeah. Gonna happen.
0: So if we have all those picks, we have more than enough to throw in with Vitai. I'm would, saying Vitai a three and a four. Four. You could get somebody pretty good. Do you think they'd sell Odell? Do you it, think do you
1: think they would actually give Odell?
0: Okay, so here's my thing. I've heard rumors about it and I've been like, That is very interesting. I do not know the whole situation because I'm not in Brown's country, but Thank God. Yeah. Just my football logical opinion, it doesn't make sense because you just got him and Landry and they were supposed to be your right top guys and like your premier players of the year, you know what I mean? So it doesn't make sense to me in that way that they would just get rid of him so quick.
1: Yeah, I don't think they would because I think they obviously need to put weapons around Baker. But I'm, I'm so I'm trying but to. But Baker's think. not good, dude. You yeah, know, Baker's not that great. He just has a big mouth. But The person that I think about is a guy like Denzel Ward. You said we were that. Talk, so we, he was well. So obviously, because our the secondary is where like I would prefer the help. Eagles address. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should rest the fate of their season on the return of Ronald Darby, Jalen Mills, no. and Trayvon LeBlanc. I just, I don't. Well, I, I mean, don't think that's the right way to go. Now yeah. the problem with Denzel Ward is he's had some injuries the last couple of years, and he's coming off a hamstring injury right now, which I don't love, and I don't, and you know, I think people would absolutely freak out about that. And again, he's not, you know, if you're gonna trade for somebody, I'd rather you trade for someone
0: who's established yeah. like a Jalen Ramsey. Um, My thing with Ward, real quick, is I think we as a city have like Sidney Jones PTSD. Like there, unfortunately, Sydney Jones is still happening here, so it's not fully
1: PTSD yet, but we'll have PTSD.
0: Yeah. Okay. Completely. Well, so we're getting in the we're, we're like, like we already twitch. in it. Like we twitch, <laughs> we twitch when we hear him, right? Sydney Jones, my eyes start twitching. Yeah. yeah. So I think that would scare everybody about Ward because I agree he's supposed to. He is same thing as Sydney, highly talked about, supposed to be good, but then he's had injuries really throughout his career so far. Yeah. And the same thing as Sydney. What if he comes back? Same thing as Sydney and his poop. Same thing as Sydney.
1: Yeah, and the rest of their corners are
0: Yeah, I don't garbage. even know. So that's what, another good. thing. I don't they know. They have worse PFF grades than Sydney Jones. That's how bad yeah. the rest of their So corners I are. doubt they would trade him if he's they're looking for him to come back of an injury. But so another at, one So would they
1: look at a tackle, you think? Well that's what
0: we were a saying. Tackle? My person that I would want when we were looking through the roster trying to think <laughs> is Miles Garrett. Maybe what do I'm you a little over. What my do head? you think he would cost? <laughs>
1: Like, I'm trying to think
0: what, dude, you get, but I'm o- saying, obviously, I don't think anyone gets upset. If I'm Howie, I'm walking in, I'm saying you get ViTai to help out Baker because Baker's a star. You got to feed him in. You got to like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you got to lie your you f- off, Howie. You got to butter him up. So you got to be like, Baker's a star. You just need ViTai to protect him. Super Bowl ViTai We'll give you a three. We'll give you a four. You'll make something happen out of those. He's not they're not getting rid of Miles <laughs> Garrett for anything less than at
1: least one first round pick. Okay, well at I'm, least
0: one. I'm just gonna tell if you. If not
1: a one this year, a three this year okay, and so a maybe, three next year. What about this? Is this too high? A vi tie a two and a four? Okay Miles Garrett was the number one overall pick in the draft. Dude, I'm just The saying. number one
0: over, one, not a first, just a first, let the me, number one, the let, first one in the entire thing. Let me clarify to all these people before I get some <laughs> mean tweets and that segment comes back next week. This I love where your head's at. This is my dream hypothetical trade. I am this is me talking out loud. I am not saying howie has done this or that it will happen. This is my dream hypothetical trade, okay? I love where your head's at because yes, that is that right. That right that's, there is the dream. I'm just saying that's what I'm doing if I right Howie. That right there. That is the dream. I'm not howie, so it probably won't happen, but that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Vi type for <laughs> Vitae a second and a fourth.
1: For Miles Garrett, that is the dream. That, that's a good package there, you browners. That's a good I package. would be all over it. You know, there'd be a group of people that'd be like, ah, the draft, it's over. People would freak out. But at this point, I would do it. Hell yeah, you want put him here. Dude. Get him here. That is, that. that is the dream. That
0: is the dream. So I'm just saying, hey, hey. You know, I'm trying to bring a little optimism try- to the team's party. I think
1: what other i mean another team with like not a great offensive line not playing very well the broncos are another one cuz i'm thinking yeah.
0: afc teams who are more likely so to trade so who would we get from the broncos harris or do they yeah. have somebody else that we would want i, would want I, I mean i would i would, would want chris harris well i mean that's the guy that has been talked about
1: top ranked corners 2019 i want anyone on this list dude
0: when i looked this up Stephane a little bit Delmar,
1: ago i'll take it Jalen Ramsey, oh well. Patrick Peterson, I'd still take him. Yeah. But, uh, the, I mean, look at this. These when I looked
0: are, it up before, it the, was... The
1: majority Ramsey, of Ramsey, Peterson,
0: and Howard from Miami. And Harris, sorry.
1: I would take Xavier and Howard. I'd absolutely do that.
0: Yeah, but Miami won't get rid of him. We talked about that last week. It's the only guy they have, literally. It
1: is the only guy they have. But also, I mean, Howie's got some some good relationships. Also, wait. Say there I was a story him. that came out. Okay, Osemele hurt his shoulder, okay, and he got a third, like, got a first, second, and now third opinion. The third opinion was, you need surgery, and you're done for the year, okay? He told the Jets he was having the surgery, but he wasn't sure if they were going to approve the surgery or not, Hmm. so they haven't approved the surgery, and they're fining him the max amount every single day he misses practice, which is essentially his entire game check for the week. Like he's losing his entire check for the week, and oh, the Astros have fired their assistant general manager midway through the World Series, in case anyone was wondering. Wow. Um, <sighs> but anyway, he's, so he's having fire. shoulder surgery tomorrow, whether the Jets approve it or not. Apparently, he told Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas is upset. They're finding him like this, and why would they do
0: that? And Did he's he get? Like, is it not the team's medical staff that recommended think, surgery? Sir, I,
1: no, it's not.
0: So he
1: is having surgery whatever and yeah, so they're left guard and so they really need a, a Vi. A Vitae who has now been cross trained at guard yeah. and actually looked better at guard than he did at mm-hmm. tackle. So hmm. so who are we taking from the jets? We got about anyone on their break. defense? Literally anybody on their defense. Give me Jamal Adams, please. Give me Leonard Leonard Williams honestly.
0: Who do you yes. – what's your hypothetical trade package real quick for that? My hypothetical trade package for your top guy that you would that? take from them. Are you taking Adams as your top guy? My tie and a third
1: for Jamal Adams. 100%. Oh! I would take – I, I like take, it. I would take Jamal Adams any day. Any day. To put on the opposite side. You think I mean, you could do Robbie it with An- tie Rob, Robbie Anderson's another one that I wouldn't hmm. take, but he wants money, so he's probably not going to – wouldn't be here super long, but <laughs> – Oh, wait, but – Dude, we just forgot they were talking about doing that one guy. Jamal Adams is a safety. See, I don't – he's a strong safety. Ah, mm, mm. I'd still do it.
0: Yeah, we just forgot that. What's that guy's name? They're looking at that defensive lineman. Yeah, Leonard Williams. Williams. The dude that we just talked about. Yeah, so that would be the – I would take him. I would take
1: Jamal Adams. I would take Robbie Anderson. There are quite a few – here that I would take. But I think I also but I think I Leonard Williams I think he also has the ability to play inside or outside. So he could play at tackle, but he could also rotate in at end. Hmm, which I don't hate because our ends have not been productive. Yeah, and, and they're not letting, and they're not letting Josh Sweat play, which I still don't understand. But that's neither here nor there.
0: <sighs> okay.
1: We got a break. We do. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll just kind of one sentence wrap up this we'll do our predictions yeah and then we'll talk about the other teams in philly that are doing better things than the eagles right now true that so
0: we are the babes on broad on bgn radio we will be right back we are back we left off saying that we we're gonna take you on our predictions and i see you circling oh i don't want to like lose it on my page okay so I'll, I'll start off. off okay you go for it i'm going 2017 eagles I have it close i think they're gonna win at the end i'm hoping it will be a blowout you know like that's what i feel like yeah. it should be but i i don't have faith in this team right now enough yeah. faith oh my god the other night i don't know if
1: you saw rob moddy's picture that he posted where i'm like falling backwards yeah. he predicted a 36 to 12 win for the eagles and i we're all, we all are like going conservative because the bills defense is pretty yeah. good and the eagles aren't doing really well putting up points and he's like 36 to 12 i got it we were all like ah, what are you doing So, yeah, I'm
0: close to you. I've got 21-10 Eagles. So, we are very close. We are. My key is I have the D-line makes me nervous because they just need to stop the run and hopefully get pressure on Allen because it seems like a lot of teams have been able to do that. He's been sacked 16 times. So, hopefully this is another big sack game and get pressure on him and make him turn over the ball and make the team. Creating turnovers is going to be a big one and the Eagles not turning over. Having turnovers.
1: Truth would also be a key to that. So, Defense creating turnovers, offense not turning the ball over. Yes. Those are my keys to the game.
0: Okay. But 10 9 8, ers Is that what we were going to? Because if not, I'm sorry. I ruined it. No, that's exactly what we're going to. Okay, sweet. Yeah. And
1: that's very important to talk about, and that's what we're going to talk about next. Because... Oh.
0: It's not as good as my singing, but it's okay. It's very close. <laughs> it's
1: very, it's, it's, you know, honestly, I couldn't tell the difference between your singing and the YouTube video yeah, that Yeah, I know, they just on. have instrumentals,
0: honestly. Here it comes. <laughs> Here it comes. Here it comes. Everybody. Philadelphia. 76ers. Okay, so great. Yes.
1: We're all very excited because this is We sixers. have reason to... The Sixers won their first game last night. They trashed the Boston Celtics. Yes. It was very fun to watch the Boston Celtics and their overpaid squad of <laughs> role players lose. 107 Kemba, to
0: 93.
1: Kemba put up 60 points last year on Jimmy Butler. Kemba scored only 12 on our son, Matisse Thiebel. How about that?
0: My boy, my boy, my boy! I love Matisse. It's the dimples. It It has to be the dimples. He's just a good guy, too. I I, like him. I love him. He's phenomenal. Keep him forever. Sign him for a lifetime. Literally keep him here
1: forever. And I, yeah. So that was really exciting. And it was also
0: really funny because. Wait, it started out awesome. Without Horford coming out to ring the bell, that, that was just was, like, aha, we stole your piece and then we killed him. It was I so
1: amazing it. because no one knew. That was one Nobody of the biggest conversations all day was mm-hmm. who's going to ring the bell? Is it going to be AI? Is it going to be Dr. J? Are they going to get mm-hmm. Bryce Harper? Like, definitely not an eagle. That's not a good idea. Yeah. Like, so it was really, it was a, you know, everyone was excited and they all came out and, you know, Matt Cora goes on and says, you know, the bell is a symbol mm-hmm. of, the, you know, does this whole thing. And they said, and they, he, he broke it down and broke it, like, it, with these dramatic pauses in between. So he was like, and tonight, your bell ringer, a two-time NCAA champion, a five-time All-Star. And everyone's like, who in God's name is he talking <laughs> about right now? He goes, your newest semi sixer. And everyone lost their freaking mind. Because Al Horford yeah. was someone people had mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like, jokingly, like, oh, they should yeah. have Al Horford do- no, they had Al Horford Dude, day. I'm getting
0: chills just singing about it because it that was, was awesome. It was and then to beat awesome. him like that is awesome. It like, was, the, we took your piece. My favorite part about the whole Al Horford thing is I have
1: relentlessly attacked Al Horford for the last two years <laughs> for absolutely no reason other than the fact that he played for the Celtics and yes. constantly killed us. I'm so happy I don't have to do that anymore. But the best part about it was – the game was, you know, they had just taken all their starters out. Everyone's on the bench. Obviously, the game is in the Sixers' favor, and the Sixers took all their starters out too, except Al, because he was at the line mm-hmm. shooting free throws. Al Horford gets the ball and just dunks all over <laughs> half of the Celtics team, and then the camera flashes right to the bench, and they're all, you just see on their yeah. face, they're all like,
0: damn. Damn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's what this is like. Damn.
0: Oh, oh, man, it was awesome. It was Unhappy. so
1: wonderful to see. Like, you know, they didn't have the best offensive game. Joelle no, and they started
0: slow in the first half.
1: Yeah, but there were some really, really good things. That, Tobias had 15 rebounds. Wow. Tobias had 15 points and
0: 15 rebounds. 15 rebounds. I didn't even notice that. Yeah,
1: and uh, Ben Simmons almost had a triple-double. Yeah, led the sap board for the team. 24-9-8. and I'm pretty sure he led the game, led all scores as mm. well. I, don't quote me on that, though. I'm not looking at the stats right now, but I'm pretty sure he did. He had a, f- a very quiet, phenomenal
0: game. Yeah, people were bothering me with the, um, Ben didn't even start shooting, blah, blah, blah. But he, he didn't need, need to. to. I, that's what bothers me. Do not force it, Ben. The problem, the,
1: the the issue with Ben is he can't be scared to shoot, and when, it's, when he has the open shot, take it yeah and that's what his focus is and mm-hmm. he said you know he's not gonna force it it's not it's not worth just chucking yeah. up stupid shots but if it's
0: there he's gonna take it so all you pe- stupid people on Twitter shut up it bends fine yeah it wasn't there so he didn't need to yeah. and it didn't matter
1: because you have all these other people that can make shots, and again, it was not a great shooting night for the Sixers. I think they were mm-hmm. what seven for 27 or something from three. It was not a good three-point shooting night, but they hit big ones when they need it. They really they they broke that game open in the third quarter, and I think the most important part was they called a timeout. They came back. Furkan Korkmaz, who has no <laughs> business spending as many minutes on the floor as he did, what do you get like 17, 19? Minutes last night? Something like, too many. Yeah. Too many in those ugly yellow shoes. <laughs> but he hit a huge three. They get a steal, come right back down. Tobias hits another three, and that's when the game completely completely broke open, and the Celtics didn't have an answer for it at the, at, after that. It looked like in the beginning of the game, the Celtics truly like game-planned, specifically their offense, around the Sixers. You know, just a, big guys that might not be able to fight through screens. And it worked for a little bit but that Sixers defense is just so good.
0: Yeah, I know. They're and so Matisse big. is a big problem with that, like, part of that. He's so good at the come from behind block, knock it out of your hand when you're not looking. Oh, my so God. So good. And I love the fact that he got three fouls early. They had to take him out,
1: but he came back in, and he played – I mean, the three fouls, I think, were in the first quarter. He played – he didn't get another foul until the fourth quarter. They trusted him in there, and mm-hmm. he played very well – very, and you know, he didn't, he had what, three points maybe? He didn't yeah, score until the end of the fourth quarter when he hit that three pointer that should have also, he should have gotten a free throw for that as well, because he did not have room to land. Very contested three, made it, but he was one of the bright spots. He had a fantastic night mm-hmm. and only had three points. I love him. Me too. He, and I don't want to, like, Carson Edwards on the other side was, Useless. He okay. I never noticed this until Joe pointed out at the game last night. He is so bow legged. It's not even funny. He loses at least two inches because his legs go outward like this. It's and because his shorts are so short and tight, you just really see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I didn't notice that. He is irrelevant. And remember, people were freaking out when they traded up to get Matisse. That that was the right move. Elton Brand knew what he wanted, and he went out and got it. And this I love Elton. You know, one of the questions, actually, we'll talk about our Twitter questions later, but one of the questions we got is, do you think the Sixers can consistently, their defense can consistently pull them out of bad offensive nights or they don't have, quote-unquote, reliable shooting? But people forget, like, J.J. Redick was a reliable shooter, yes, but think about how bad it was when he was cold. Mm -hmm. When he was cold and not shooting well, it was painful to watch and then he was useless
0: on the other end of the floor. On the other side of that question, I think it will be extremely maintainable just because, I mean, I know it's preseason, but you saw this throughout the whole entire preseason. And then you come into your first game of the season. So, like, you got to jail, It's always, like, a little shaky. Right. And then you're also playing the Celtics, who are a longtime rival, and they showed up and they did good. So I think it is maintainable, at least at this point. I agree. I agree. And I There's think- nothing that proves it wouldn't be. Right.
1: There were things that you could see where, you know, there were no look passes or quick passes where you saw Ben or Tobias or somebody expected somebody to be mm-hmm. somewhere and they moved, you know, at the last second. You saw it and you were like, "That mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. unfortunate." But I mean, as a whole, there were a lot of really really good positive things I saw last night from that Sixers team and I am excited. Me too. That was so much fun to watch and lift me out of my misery from Sunday. I know. That's a nice thing, man. I just, I was like, don't lose to, I can't have my teams lose to Dallas and then the Celtics in the same week. I can't have it happen. It didn't happen. No. Hopefully they keep it up all season. It was a nice little Boston Sucks chant that went through. (laughs) That was fun to take part in. Um, One thing I did not like, however, is. Uh, a few things that the refs are cracking down on this year yeah um, there were a lot like I've never seen that many offensive fouls actually called in a game there were a lot of offensive fouls um and gr- granted I will say that the they were consistently bad like they called them mm-hmm. both ways it wasn't like it was egregiously one way or the other um that game went so long it was a 730 game and I didn't get home until after 11 because of- and there was no traffic. Because of the fact that the, it was so slow. The refs slowed it down so much. Yeah. There was so much stoppage time. Like it was a little bit brutal. That's just one thing that I'm like, oh God, I hope the entire season isn't like this. I hope it's just like, you know, cracking down the first couple
0: games and then they'll relax a little bit. But it was a lot. I know. And that's like, I heard a lot of criticism on it and you said it exactly right. It's kind of just like the NFL, man. Yeah. Just making the game longer and more annoying. Let them play.
1: Yeah. There, there were like a lot of little things that it's like, okay, yeah. like that one let the boys play.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it did help because the Celtics got in foul trouble trouble early. Um, so which, did Joel and Matisse. Said. Yeah. Joel got in foul trouble early yeah. too. But yeah, as across the board, the Celtics and Jalen Brown and his 150 million dollar paycheck, they sat there themselves on the bench for a good long while with four mm-hmm. fouls in the first quarter. That was fun. Let's yeah. go to the other team. Because oh, we're running out of time. I'm excited. I'm
0: excited. That's I'm another excited! one. I'm excited. What's the Philly song? Uh, It's, um. <laughs> that was um, me. High Hopes. Her, i, Harry Callis I Hopes. We have. Ha, uh, That's my Harry Callis voice. If anybody likes that it. That was phenomenal. I like that one, too. Uh, I, I Hopes. We have. Okay, I'm going to let Harry take it over. In five, four, hey, around, three, two, one. I said we work. Oh, geez. I thought work. I just want to hear him sing.
1: this team, you know what learned? All right. He's not off. So awesome. well, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We tried so hard. Okay. Well, we but almost was, had it. We almost had it. I'll
0: guess, next time. We'll have it. I'll have it ready next time. By the season opener, we will have that song. I guarantee it. Uh, yeah. But so the extent? Phillies, um, you probably heard by now, have Joe Girardi. Which I'm super pumped about. Super excited about. Not pumped that it's their fifth manager in eight seasons, because that's kind of a. uh, Well, it's a definite indication of where they've been over the last eight seasons. Yes. But, um, no, but I'm super excited for him. He's the classic opposite of Gabe, but then also has some of the good of Gabe. Like, you know what I mean? So he does do analytics, which I'm not completely turned off of, but I'm also a believer that, like, his sternness to stand up to Clintac and, like, his old school ways aren't going to make him follow it too too much you know what i mean like i feel like he's um, smart about it if that makes sense where gabe knows when to go with his gut yeah like gabe literally just followed the paper yes knows when to go with the gut is good and then um what's mccall he also has the playoff experience and world series experience and all that which is huge and gabe didn't have
1: yeah and it's something that we talked about last week no one on our team has it yeah nobody except jake arietta who tight pants back for another year very excited not really I don't know why he, Dude. I don't know why he decided to not exercise
0: the opt out. I have no idea. I shouldn't have used hate. I very much dislike this man because he's just an annoyance. Yeah. I you're not it. living up to anything. You're always injured. You're always talking about other people. But like you're you are not the one that's, as poorly. exactly. Like, if he doesn't come out and have an actual year where he's capable of being a good starter, I will flip it. Yeah. Flipping tables.
1: We're going to start flipping tables. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I do. But he's the only one that has playoff and World Series experience on this roster right now. And I'm really like I wanted a manager that had that experience. And I mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, this is the guy that I wanted. And someone responded to me today and they were like, "Oh, what about that energy you had when Gabe was fired?" I I I told you I didn't have a Problem with Gabe being fired. I didn't necessarily disagree with Gabe being fired. I disagreed with Wait. the fact that Gabe should not have been the only one. I, yeah, I'm
0: confused. When he says the energy about it, is he saying we were excited or we? Well, were not? he res-
1: responded to like my um like being hyped about Joe Girardi, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Well, what where's that energy you had when Gabe was fired? Uh, listen, firing Gabe, fine. We both said we didn't fine. care. Yeah." I just didn't think he was the problem. Yeah, I agree. I didn't think he was the solution to the Phillies' problems necessarily, but I also didn't think he yeah. was the biggest problem. And I think that him being the only one to get fired was not what that was messed up. And I didn't think that was a good reflection of who was really at fault for the season. Mm-hmm. But I am very excited about Joe Girardi. This is the guy I wanted in here for Me the too. Phillies. And I'm so happy that I did not trust the front office to not screw this up.
0: I, well, they said I'm that, so happy they did. They said Middleton had to override um, Klintak and McPhail. Good. To do this. So at least he's standing up again. Um Good, because they wanted
1: Buck Showalter. And after Buck Showalter's second interview, what what came out of it? Oh, apparently Buck Showalter hates Bryce
0: Harper. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's the guy we should hire. Good one. No. Joe yeah. Girardi.
0: So I'm, so I'm super excited. pumped about it. He's obviously the best choice. And Mets fans are sad, which just adds to my yeah, happiness for the week. Which is sweet. He yeah. didn't want you. One of my
1: very one of my good friends. He's a Mets fan, and I was talking to him earlier, and I was like, and he was like, I'm so upset about it, and I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry because like I said to him, I was like, in you know your defense, I'm surprised the front office of
0: the Phillies yeah, didn't did screw this up. No, same like, I'm I had surprised. no faith in them. I I
1: wanted Joe Girardi, but I was. Of the belief that Buck Showalter was going to be the next manager because I didn't trust
0: him. It's kind of funny how um, they came out and were like, "Klentak is going to lead us to our next guy," and then Middleton's like, "Nah, boop, nope, never mind. I'm going to override this one." That th- that I think is fine. I don't mind John Middleton doing that. I mind. No, I don't, because it worked out for us. But I just think it's funny that he, oh yeah, would obviously he didn't trust him and didn't actually think he I was going to lead him. It. No, I know, but I'm saying like it's weird to come out and declare that. When you obviously didn't trust him because you had to override it and you knew that no matter what he said, you were just going to do what you want to do. So why come out and be like, yeah, Clint Jack's going to lead this, you know?
1: I also think that, well, you know, I think that might have actually been a, a little bit of a touchy subject from the sense of like, we talked about their press conference after they fired gave yeah. a lot. And- the press conference basically it was just kind of like you know John Middleton started it off by saying you know I, we had a lot of conversations we talked a lot this was a collaborative effort blah blah, blah. and Matt Clentac made a point to be like no I said I wanted Gabe to stay and this was John's decision to fire Gabe and I think it could have just easily have been a this was the decision we came to uh, yeah. Matt's still our GM and he is going to be the one leading the search and I think So like a dust over instead
0: of getting into it. Yeah,
1: instead of getting into the very specific parts of it. And I think that they did not come across as a cohesive unit with Mm -hmm. all with the same ideals in mind to go forward on how they're going to build this team and get this team back to the playoffs. Yeah, That did not come across. And and that's what made me and several others so nervous is the fact that we were like, oh my God, look at our front office. We are in absolute, the deepest of trouble. Which is another good reason
0: we have Girardi because he'll stand up and be like,
1: guys, shut up. He will will go to Matt Klintak and say, I need this, get it done. And if Matt Klintak doesn't, he will continue to go to the next person, the next person until he gets what he needs. And I'm so excited.
0: I know. I am excited too. And he's got, that's another thing. It's like, he's got weapons he can use. I mean, Bryce had a great year, even though everybody doesn't think so because the Phillies as a team didn't go anywhere. They re-signed JT. That's huge. That's their next big thing they need to do. Need it. They need to get pitching. Yes. Yeah, so he'll be good with that. And then also Reese, if he just comes back and turns his stuff around, which I think he will, because I hope he's so. He's only had one bad season, really. I hope so. I so, hope so. And that's exciting. But yeah, then that restored my faith in the Phillies. I agree. I'm excited for them again. Yeah, I'm excited for them. So now we've covered our sports teams. Oh, and the Flyers won the other night. Yes, that was did. huge. Mm-hmm. Three, good. three, and one. They'll take on the Blackhawks tonight so tomorrow when you listen to this look up the blackhawks flyers and see if they
1: won i hope they win they won the other night and i was very happy because they scored six goals and everyone i because i tweeted after and i was like i need the flyers to win this week i need the sixers to win and i need the phillies to hire joe girardi to pull me out of my misery and everyone was like oh the flyers are gonna make it worse flyers won on monday and they helped they started (laughs) they started off my pulling out of my misery and then the sixers helped and then Joe Girardi was hired and I was like, mm, I should Boom. Little, I should play the lottery. <laughs> but yes, our food and drink. So Sam and I are going out on Saturday night.
0: Yeah, because Halloween, baby! Halloween's
1: coming, and we're going to the Halloween thing at Morgan's Pier. If anyone else is there, we'll be there. Come say hi. So come
0: say hi. Come say hi, we'll be there. But we can't give away our costumes yet, but look for us. Yeah. They're we'll super post the before picture before we go out on yeah. Instagram and Twitter. So then you can look there, and if you want to find us, just look at our costumes and yeah. look for us. You'll know. But hunt the babes. That's what we should do.
1: Hashtag hunt the babes. Hunt the babes. I, that's not what I thought. You said it first, and I was like, Sam. What did you say? <laughs> we'll talk about it think <laughs> I was like, what? I didn't think you said hunt. <laughs> oh, I get it now. I was like, what are you putting out right now? Stop. Oh, Yikes. Geez. We need bodyguards now. My God. Okay. Oh, yeah, not that. Anyway, hunt. Tunt H-U-N-T-Hashtag it and you guys can follow. <laughs> um, but it's an open bar. So we're predicting watching the um Eagles game on Sunday, probably from the from, from, from <laughs> our respective beds. Yeah. Um not moving. It's a one o'clock
0: game. So
1: our food and drink is going to be the uh hangover cure food and drink that also will get us through the Eagles game before we can take a nap. So, we're going to do some breakfast sandwiches. I might yeah. do some. I like kielbasa on mine or a pork Ooh. roll. Scrapple. A scrap leg and cheese in college, that was, like, my pull-
0: Scrapple me. is my stuff. Let me tell you. Northeast of PA. I mean, southeast of PA. I just messed that up. How did I mess up where we're actually from? That's embarrassing. Yeah, we're south. I'm literally- Figure it Actually, it's from all right. Southeastern it's all right. PA, too. We got it. it. That's embarrassing. We're I'm here. sorry. Southeastern PA! But yeah, that
1: was my John that pulled me out of a hangover in college. I Scrabble just eat it like it regular. regular.
0: Well, yeah, but it, mm-hmm. that's helped me. But And for our drink, yeah, our drink is going to be the classic OG, the best hangover cure. A Bloody Mary! Yum. I love them. They're so good. My mom used to get me just, like, the Bloody Mary mix without the alcohol, and I would think I was, like, so it's tomato juice. Really yeah, great. I am thinking you weirdo. So I would be like, oh, I'm so fancy drinking this. You are so fancy. But now I drink it with the alcohol, and it's even better. Ooh. Ooh. All right. I'm glad we got there because we forgot about that. Yeah. But
1: we're going to take one more quick break, and then we'll come back with some of our Twitter questions. And we'll talk about those. Were the babes on broad? Oh, no. There's Harry Cals again. <laughs> he so, said, come back.
0: <laughs> Where the babes on broad on BGN Radio? The babes are back in town, babes, back in town. Um, I love what you saying. Yeah, I will put together a soundtrack do Not <laughs> worry, because <laughs> I know you guys want it. Okay, so um, our final segment. We usually do mean tweets, but people have been nice lately for the most part. So we're just yeah. going to go into t- questions because we got some of them. Yeah, no aggressive mean tweets to share at this point. Some no. some rude ones, but everybody they're, remember. They're when my hypothetical trade thing before, that was just my dream trade, okay? So don't be mean about that. Don't bring it back. All right, so first question. Is Joe Girardi getting us back to the playoffs in 2020? Hell yeah, Sam. I want to say hell yeah. <laughs> I do, but uh, we, got a, we got a little problem with these Nationals right I now. Who? I don't know who they are. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about that. Those them. jerks, I don't even like. They're the mean tweets. They're- Those fans <laughs> coming at Bryce Harper, you mean people gosh oh my God. stupid yeah. gittle worry about the like, world be Series, excited y'all. for yourself let bryce be happy with his extra 30 million and all the other there's like how many hundreds of millions that he wouldn't even get until he's like 90 like yeah. shut up idiots what do you make of the national criticism of
1: the sixers three-point shooting ability an insider on espn today said you can't just win with defense in today's
0: nba shut up dude that's what i think to whatever that person said i think they're just enormous Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you are big, you're good on defense. You can get to the basket. What we said basically about the Eagles. Simple it down, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why they have to be able to shoot threes all the time. Seriously, you're
1: not gonna out like small ball is the way of the NBA right now. It's what the Golden State Warriors did, and it's like you're not gonna out Golden State, Golden State. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not gonna out Kyrie, Kyrie. You're not gonna, you're not gonna out Kemba, Kemba.
0: Well, you can be big as hell and block yeah. Kemba yeah. and get in Kemba's way. I don't think it'll be a problem. I think it's stupid that they would even say that after one game.
1: Well, yeah, it's the world of overreaction. Yeah. Um, why don't the Eagles put linebacker as a priority? Um, they never have and they probably never will. Yeah, that's the only envious thing I
0: have about the Cowboys. I would agree with that. Yeah. They have great linebackers. They do.
1: If the birds can get to the bye at five and four, are they contenders or pretenders? Which would mean contenders.
0: That. I would agree. We've talked about that because yeah. Dallas's schedule only gets harder and theirs gets easier. True that. Noting there's still two and a half months left in the year, who's your
1: early pick for 2019 Philly Sports MVP of the whole year? For the 2019 20...
0: Sports MVP, as of right now, Matisse. Sar- no, <laughs> 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 I don't know. Um, you go first. I gotta think about this. JT Real Muto. That's a good As one. As of right now. That's JT, a good that's my man. He's good. JT's a good one. JT's a good one. I should one. say my boy, not my man. That makes it sound like we're dating. That's not it, obviously. No. You date a different catcher from a different Yeah, and I just want to be respectable, respectable to him and his wife. That's, yeah, that's that my too. boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, JT's a good one. Is it, I, I feel like it's wrong if I don't go Ben Simmons. I was going to say Ben, but I feel like it's too early right now. He hasn't actually shot in a real game yet. I don't care. Ben Simmons. I'm going Ben Simmons. I will do Matisse before Ben. (laughs) Hot take! (laughs) Hot take! That's obviously just assuming the next two months of the Sixers season go very well for both (laughs) of (laughs) them. Yeah, but I expect them to.
1: And the last question, where's that spot that everyone's taking pictures at Babes on Broad? Belmont Plateau. Yeah. It's this spot. Yeah. It's right, like, a little bit behind City Ave. So yeah. it's easy to get to. It's
0: And it, and, and the plateau, like, it's Fairmount Park, isn't it? Yeah, I think and so. And then the plateau is obviously at the top of the hill, the overview of it. Because, yeah. like, the park has all the fields and stuff down there. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's a lovely little spot. And yeah. you can see the city. So, it's so pretty. It's That's so pretty. That skyline.
1: Love mm-hmm. it. I absolutely love it. But with that, those are the end of our questions. We so- started that, by the way yeah we started that trend we're awesome trendsetters Trendsetters. we're we're just too cool for words it's not even it's not even fair at this point um but with that we're going to close out our episode so thank you for listening to episode 10 thank you to sb nation and bleeding green nation you can find our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts type in bleeding green nation and you'll find us don't forget to leave a review give us a five-star rating and give us, let us know what you thought about the episode. What you think about Sam's dream trade scenario with the Browns. What you think of my singing. That too. <laughs> 100%. Who you think your, uh, early pick for 2019 Philly Sports yeah. MVP is? I like that question. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. That is cool. We will be back next week. Let's hope the Eagles pull out a win. Let's hope the Sixers keep winning. Let's hope the Flyers keep winning. Let's hope the Phillies Keep doing good things, and they Re-sign sign JT. Yes, give JT all of the money. Yeah. I will contribute to all of the money. Just I want him here that badly. I want him to stay here that badly. Don't forget, follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at babes on bras, Sam at SamWills18, or me at RunThisTown with an e13 on Twitter, or at Jessica underscore Town on Instagram. Try our recipes, try our drinks. Send us pictures when you do, and we will talk to you next week. Hopefully, only one episode. Yeah, hopefully, because it's a win, and we don't have a lot of crap to break down. Go birds! Go birds!
0: B G N.